So I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And we're back with another Mandalorian Minute. This time, Ooh. Minute. Mandalor- Mandalorian Minute? No, fuck no. No, fuck no. No. <laughs> no. Never. Run. Never. That's next March. Yeah, we're back with another episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, this time, Chapter 4, <clears throat> Sanctuary. Oh. Which uh, pre- premiered in Canada... United States and the Netherlands on November 29th, uh, 2019, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Uh, who is the second woman to direct a live action Star Wars project? According to her, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni allowed individual episode directors the freedom to put uh, our own stamp on everything. She said that this surprised her father, Ron Howard, director of Solo. <laughs> a Star Wars story. I didn't get to do shit. Yeah. I was forced I was to do everything told, they wanted. I was told to do stuff. And I did it. Because oh. I'm not a whore, but I am friends with Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy? Kennedy. That's how you friends. That's how you pronounce the D in her name. Kennedy. It's a secret pronunciation. <laughs> Only directors know. Um... The episode was written by showrunner Favreau. Uh, Dallas Howard also stated that Pedro Pascal was not present during filming due to other commitments and the role of the Mandalorian in this episode was performed by stunt actors Brendan Wayne, grandson of uh, John Wayne, Wayne, and Latif Crowd, who I have never heard of before I cut and paste this in. Um. Yeah, and that is yeah. that's the backstory. I have unfortunately made this text a horrible size, so I can't read it. No. And there is a lot of it this week, which is fucking annoying. <laughs> so, how many pages do I have? Three and a half on plot. Ooh, Jesus! And it live still leaves out huge chunks. I had right. two and a half on plot, and then I realised it said things like. The Mandalorian lands, not taking into account anything prior to that. (laughs) (laughs) Not taking into account that the child tries to kill him by grabbing the stick and just laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, again, straight in to this episode with the whole cuteness factor as well. Yep. Um, Which, yet again, I think the cutenessness seems to... We get a peak here. We get a little peak... Later on with the bone broth. Oh, yeah. And then later on... Well, that's on, the ultimate meme now, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and then later on, at the end, I think the cuteness is um, ultimately um, dis- diffused yeah. by the annoying children. So the cuteness at the end is kind of messed up by them. I mean, I don't see that at all. They're just trying to teach Yoda that maybe he shouldn't eat living things. Oh, no, that, I'm, but I'm talking about right at the end. When the child actor who's been perfectly fine throughout the rest of it is not that great at acting sad. <laughs> Who is? Ruins it. I mean, Ugh. do you remember Deirdre Rashid in Coronation Street? I, I, well, it's. You know, as in Ken and Deirdre. That's a, that's a 10 star performance. What's wrong with her? Uh, she, her eyes closed to the size of, you know, piss holes in snow. And then she made a face that. Basically, I don't know, her top lip touched her nose and her bottom lip touched the bottom and she went, Bawr! whenever she cried. You've seen me cry at Harry Potter. I pretty much did the same face. 
I mean, she nailed it. I didn't see you crying over Harry Potter. I was watching Harry Potter. The was I could okay. sense you were next to me, <laughs> well, weeping. I could see my own face because I went out of body by that point, and that's what I did. Mm. And all because Hermione's parents disappeared from that photo. No, she did. No, she did. I'm still puzzled by the whole empty frame on top of their TV. <sighs> and here's the thing: yeah. Did she ever put it back? No, because she didn't like him that much. Yeah. What if Voldemort's not dead and he comes back? Ah, they'll be better off without me. See you later. No. Got a new family now. A ginger family. Oh. And I'm going to listen to a load of Nick Cave in a tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm going to create false sexual tension with some my an actual future lover's best friend. He won't see it, but if he watches this movie, he'll get jealous. Um, I, there's a, I, if I remember right, there's a CGI head of Ron looking at them. Look, he's a, it's a, it's it's make believe. <laughs> and he just turns to camera like that Indian man tear running down his face. Oh, oh no! And oh. then uh, Voldemort step puts a big stamp on the screen. It just says cooked. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I was going to suggest that Voldemort and many years later did a podcast explaining how Ron wasn't really ginger <laughs> much like the Indian that wasn't um, an Indian yeah he wasn't an Indian no though. he wasn't he just fucked nah, anyway uh, so um, yeah. here's a here's a, a thing just interrupt me whenever you want oh I will Good, because like right now, no, no, no. I mean, I'd give you, give me a sentence or two. Yeah, cool. Is that okay? Huh? Cool. Moving on. I know that. Yeah, no, I got a little flashy <laughs> light which suggests that's I so, clipped. I, I deserve that. I, I it clipped, unfortunately. So uh, if you heard distortion, meh, I don't care. Yes. On Sorgan. <laughs> let's try that again. On Sorgan. No, it sounded the same. Isn't that a fruit loaf? On Sorgan, a sparsely populated forest planet, a village of farmers is pillaged by Clatooine raiders. Meanwhile, the Mandalorian travels through space aboard the Razorcrest. The child sits near the console and gazes up at space. Well, I quite mentioned the Razorcrest. I noticed on Amazon um, for pre-order a Lego Razorcrest. Is it one-to-one scale? <laughs> no, I wish. I'd have that in my back garden. Um, honestly, I'd fill my garden with that and I'd be so pleased. Um, That'd be your outdoor toilet. I'm going to the back too. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back my <laughs> anus. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know how it works. It's next, next it's to the, word vac next in it. to the three seashells. It just sucks everything out. As you poop, it just oh, gets it nice and empty. No, uh, it's better, I suppose. You'd have to watch out around about the child. He's looked about the right size to just Shoot down that. Um, it's dangerous. Um, My God, how it? wide is it when it's in the anus? If it's the <laughs> it's space anuses, it's fine. Um, space anus. <laughs> Note to self: new band name, Space, space Anus. All um, things. Spanus. I, I forgot my uh, my band name until I played rock band on three sixty other day. Zombie versus uh, shark. No attack pattern delta. A Star Wars reference. No, I know. Yeah. Because it was the first question you got wrong <laughs> no. when we played Trivial Pursuit. No, I got that right. The first one you got right. No, I don't know. You only got one wrong. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, we refused to play it with you. Yeah, exactly. Nobody will ever play it again. Because right. you just walk, obviously read the cards and learned everything no, off them. I just, I just had nothing better to do in my life growing up. 
Yeah, but you can't learn the information. You can't read it. So what did you do? Read a question on Trivial Pursuit and then go, right, and then look through all the dictionaries no, and the Bibles. I just overwatched Star Wars and shit. I don't I, think anyone knows the answers to those questions. I got Not one even Dave obvious Filoni. one wrong as well, so it was... Again. Not even Dave Filoni. And he was killed for that. And by killed, I mean I, he directed the pilot of Mandalorian. When it comes to Star Wars, <laughs> I do not cheat. Everything else, yes, but not Star Wars. Weird, because Han Solo cheats all the time. He's not my role model. No, it's Luke, isn't it? Fucking no. Little, little terrible um, bugger. I didn't really have one until I thought about it. Now, yeah, why not Man- Mando? He seems like a good role model. Yeah, but he's only been in existence for like six months. Well, even before that, <laughs> I was I was channeling his kind of futureness. But yeah, I don't cheat when it comes to Star Wars. I mean, that's a t-shirt, but it's not true. Moving on. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm disgusted uh, by these allegations. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the child fiddles with the control, causing the ship to jerk. The Mandalorian scoops the child up onto his lap, studying a hollow map. He decides to hide and stay low on Sorgan. Um, <laughs> and is instantly spotted by the natives. Yeah. So that hiding thing. He soon lands well. on the planet, looking to hide from the guild with the child. In a local restaurant, they come across a suspicious mercenary, uh, played by Gina Carano. Um, oh yeah. Um, um, I, I cut a little bit out in the middle here, but basically, uh, she buggers off. Uh, the Mandalorian gets the. Uh, Barkeep to keep an eye on the kid. Yeah. Goes outside, she ambushes him, and the two engage in hand-to-hand combat. See, here's the thing. Before this, we we see them landing the ship. Yep. And walking to the, like, mini-restaurant cantina thing. Mini-restaurant. bear in mind, they are both walking there. Yep. Now, I'm instantly assuming this is, like, three days later, because he's letting the kid walk alongside them. And yet, every time we cut back to them, kid's in front. <laughs> So he, I mean, I think he's going a few steps forward, stopping, letting the kid catch up, get in front, and then walking. That must have took days to get there. Because that's... Maybe he was yeah. just playfully throwing the kid forward. <laughs> he's using the force to not land flat in his face. Oh, but yeah. I also think, actually, um, at one point, I thought this was kind of harsh, but it's only as a nerdy thing. Whereas he picks the kid up in this ship and says, eh, just you sit here, you little womp rat. Mm-hmm. It's all mean because that kid's never going to grow up to be the size of a womp rat. Because as we all know, they're two meters, just over two meters. Yeah, no, I saw Star Wars. Yeah, so it's just like, no, don't say that. Tell me he's never going to be that big. I mean, consider again. Remember, he's fifty. Look at the size of him. Yeah, but he doesn't know how big he's going to get. That's he, point. If he lives to be a thousand, a billion, billion. One thing we don't know because no, but then how old are you, Dad? Mean then nine hundred. Was he? I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been reading my Star Wars cards. <laughs> no. I told you, I read the question, I then looked up in all the books, and yeah. that's how I know the answer. <sighs> I beat you guys. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't oh, even a game. Fair. It was, it was a good game. You brought your game and went, I know the answer to every question. No, I did not say that. No, but you did. <laughs> as, it, as it finds out years later from something that um, Ryan said on Twitter, he's never watched all of Star Wars yet. So yeah, that was not fair towards him. But I thought you know, it wasn't Ryan. 
It was Ryan. It was Ravenshire. It was me, Ravenshire, and you in well, Ravenshire's house. It makes it even house. better than that. If you, no, cause, it was in my house. Because I feel that Ravenshire would have got more right. I don't think he would. You're, the, you're one person who likes Star Wars more than anyone I know. How's this? I don't really care for Star Wars. I just watch them when they're out. And I like The Mandalorian, hence we're doing it. This podcast's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I never knew you. No, Every time I come across, oh. like, at the beginning, right, my notes, when I started to cut and paste, they only called them mercenaries. It took me a deep dive to find out they were Clatooine. <laughs> oh, you look good. Um, I find out from just having the subtitles on. <laughs> but I say, I don't well, remember Clatu looking much like that, because these things look more like weird space bulldogs than I remember Clatu looking. Yeah, but, you know. No, it's fine. New tech. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we get to the fight thing as well, as they're walking through the village to get to the restaurant thing, mm-hmm. um, we see some of the, the weird food on there. I say you've got a couple of skewers with random meat on it, and I say before... In the first episode, we'd seen again animals in cages and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> At one point, we just see a woman with a big pot of spaghetti, and I'm just like, "Is that space spaghetti?" Because we've already seen space shrimp at the start of this. Yep. Or space wait, space prawns, but now they've got like space space spaghetti. And it was just pasta right in front of the camera, and I'm like, "Well, that's weird. They've got pasta." Uh, yes anyway. <laughs> Gareth currently has his mouth full How are they? Very good yeah, I'm very jealous, I like Oreos uh, Need to make vegan ones Well the worst thing about um, Oreos mm. Is um, they're not Cadbury's Because Cadbury's chocolate is delight uh. So taking Oreos and wrapping them in Cadbury's chocolate? My God. There you go. Oh. I can taste the unhealth. You're trying to make me put that two pounds I lost off straight I away. I really thought about it. I just saw them in the shelf because we got them in and I was like, oh, I'm taking this back out Because, um, side note to nothing important, mm-hmm. I stopped drinking Lucozaid. Yes. And it's only Fair been enough. six days and I've lost two and a half pounds. <laughs> well, I, did, I decided last night, all right, I'm going to take gun big bottle of water in me I'm just going to drink water at work mm-hmm. and then I suddenly realised that six o'clock this morning that I had not opened the bottle of water and I'd had three pints of Pepsi so I was like ah okay so I'll pop the water in my drawer thank you for reminding me yeah. so um, so yeah so that didn't go well last night I see functions weird stuff going on eh, it's all good well I am now on uh, I'm back on to decaf green tea and water decaf I can't mm. calf you know that. It hurts when I cough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that making me think of? It hurts when I cough the cat at a cowboy. That's, that's, yeah, that was go. the reference that's, I was going with. That's what I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is that reminding me of? <laughs> oh. anyway. Yeah, no, I, um, I've started to suffer from caffeine anxiety. Oh. So I have to reduce my caffeine intake. I do tend to find that when I go to work, if I am going to go and fall out with someone, it is maybe... After a coffee. <laughs> half, yeah, about half an hour after I'm in the building, which means at about 15-minute mark, I have had like a double espresso, and then I go mental at someone. But they deserve it. I mean, that sounds like they might not. Well, we'll see. Um, oh, yeah, so before we get to the fight as well... What? Well, I'm still doing... I'm still doing On you go, it's fine. Right. 
You've been going four minutes. That's the thing as well. Okay, she's about to give him... Um, like she says, oh, he orders a bone broth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me like that. You know, but it's also the fact that she then goes, oh, I'll get you a porringer of soup. Do we really need space words for bowls? Because it's just a bowl of soup. But a porringer of soup. Oh. Hey, Siri. I don't think that's... I think that's made up. What's a porringer? A porringer is a shallow bowl between four and six inches in diameter and one and a half to three deep. The form originated in the medieval period in Europe. It was made in wood, ceramic, pewter and silver. Lies. It didn't originate then. It also originated many yeah, a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away and just ended up in medieval England. Yes. Uh, well, okay then. It's not a space one. Um, but also a flagon of spotchka, which is apparently, I looked at it, it was like milk made from the crushed up krill we saw earlier on. Which which means if we ended up on that planet, it was the place where you could drink the least. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, that milk's deadly to Gareth. That's, that's not good. We can never go there. On the plus side, it is blue. I mean, hooray. If I went to Galaxy's Edge, we'd have to make sure they're not making the blue milk out of that. <laughs> if we ever went. We're definitely going to go. We have to. Maybe when I'm 50. That's a treat. Yeah. It's only nine years. We <laughs> can do it. Um, we need to both look like Clive Owen by then, though. What's he look like? I mean... Oh, you mean the, the hot 40s? The, the yeah. hot 40s no, okay. joke. Yeah, that's fine. Um... <clears throat> Kamel Nanjiani was 41 when he started working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, that's what I'm saying. I will get fit the day I get a Marvel movie. <laughs> no, never going to happen. Anyway, okay. No, of course it's not. <laughs> How are they going to find you? You never leave your house, unless you're in my house. Yeah. You don't think Kevin Feige is going to come to Marriott one day and go, you look perfect to play... Yeah, who the fuck would I play? I don't know. Uh, that dude from Alpha Squad. <laughs> Which one? Isn't what? there like a sort of like, you know, like a, a sort of a bulky dude in very tight orange latex? <laughs> oh, I didn't see orange. Uh, You're an actor. Act. No. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, anyway, back to the, the fight. Okay, so the woman knocks uh, him to the ground. Mandalorian uses his flamethrower, but she steps on his arm. After throwing each other to the ground, the two hold each other at gunpoint, resulting in a stalemate. The child soon follows them, slurping on his bone broth. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian asks the woman if she wants some soup. Yeah. Here's the thing. He does love trying to set things on fire, but he also seemingly loves failing to set things on fire. I think he did get one beast in the face last episode. Yep. But considering we're four episodes in and he's tried to use that flamethrower four times, his success rate is not great. No. No. Uh, so anyway, the mercenary identifies herself as Cara Dune, a formal rebel shock trooper who had left her position and is hiding on the planet, uh, which she asked the Mandalorian to leave. And he's like, eh, she called dibs. <laughs> yeah. Fair is fair. I mean, that's showing that he's honourable again. Yeah. So back at the Razor Crest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The oh. Mandalorian is approached by 
two of the villagers are hoping to hire him to drive off the raiders. One of them is played by Pillboy from yeah. uh, from The Good Place. Because um, we've got Stoke played by Eugene Cordero. Cordero. I always think it's Cordero, but it's Betsy Cordero. 108 credits, including uh, episodes of Key and Peel, Comedy Bang Bang, Parks and Rec, Crawl Show, The Good Place. I'm pretty sure he's the bass player in Ghostbusters 2016 with Ozzy. <laughs> um, he's, also, he's providing the voice for um, Ensign Rutherford in an upcoming animated show called Star Trek Lower Decks. They've been working on that forever. Oh, well, he's in that. Cool. Um, I didn't know that existed. Uh, on Cabin, which is his pal there, played by Asif Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 credits, including an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and 30 episodes of something called Wrecked. 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 He played the character Pack. I'm guessing Wrecked is like an update of Gilligan's Island and they're <laughs> shipwrecked. Mm. Or a shit version of Lost. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah. Both, in fact, Gilligan's Island and Lost are pretty much the same show. <laughs> See, it wasn't just Lost a shit version of Gilligan's Island. Oh, no. Controversial. I just didn't like Lost. I mean, Lost was the tits until it was not. <laughs> <laughs> until it became apparent that the writers were liars and didn't know where it was going. Uh, uh, um, Yeah, so they're approached by these two dudes. Yes. Uh, to hi- uh, to uh, drive off the raiders. He accepts in return for lodging in the isolated village and uses their payment to hire Dune for extra help. Once at the village, a widowed mother named Omera. Yep. Not to be confused with Omerta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's Rowenge. <coughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, takes them in and offers them food and lodging. She's played by Julia Jones. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, 29 credits, including four episodes of ER. She played Leah in three in three of the Twilight films. Two episodes of Westworld. Six episodes of Goliath. <gasps> hmm? Westworld's back tonight. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should probably actually want to get around to watching that. It's uh, on Amazon Prime, isn't it? I don't know. It's an HBO show, so it might not be. It might be on Sky Atlantic and that sort of shit. Hmm. Oh well, I'll maybe find it somewhere. No, because I'm sure. I'm sure I must have watched bits of it somewhere. I don't think I got it from. Well, I mm. gave you the series at one point. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably where I watched then. Shit. But I don't think I own it anymore because it was too chunky. Cause it's such a beautiful show. <sighs> ah, well, never mind then. Anyway. <laughs> ah. Uh, Amara takes them in and offers them food and lodging. Uh, Also introduces... uh, She also introduces the Mandalorian to her daughter, Winter. Winter. Explaining that she is startled by strangers. Yeah. She's startled by strangers. (laughs) Yeah, well, she explains she's startled by strangers, but she is startled because as she's about to introduce her to the Mandalorian... He spins around like he's going to shoot her because he heard someone sneaking in through the door. Yep. So, yeah, so he, again, not only she's startled by strangers, she's also startled by being held at gunpoint. But I think it's fair to say the Mandalorian is also startled by strangers. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I get it. Uh, Amara tells Winter that this nice man is going to protect them from the bad ones. Mm, no. Good script. <laughs> she hugs her daughter, who, uh, who thanks the Mandalorian, and they then leave to give the guests some privacy. 
While the Mandalorian is settling the child, a child at a cradle, they are visited by Amara and Winter, who bring them some food. Winter takes an interest in the child and asks if she can feed him. The Mandalorian asks, asks, allows her to feed him. Yeah. Uh, she also gets his permission to play with the child. Amara also tells the Mandalorian that she has bought him some food since she hasn't uh, since he hasn't eaten outside. In private, Amara asks the Mandalorian when was the last time he removed his helmet. He says yesterday, and we all go. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, that he's not in front of someone since he was like pretty much the age of her daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. or probably the age he was. And then flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, imagine how squashed down his hair is going to be. So oh. greasy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it slides on and off so easily. Would you hear that? means we can't go in there just now. He's got his helmet off. <laughs> okay, we can go back in again. Squelchy. Oh, make a little farty noise. Um, when she asks when he uh, last did it in front of someone else, ooh, kinky, uh, he replies that it was when he wasn't much older than one of the children. Yeah. I wish I hadn't said that, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Amara is surprised that he hasn't shown his face to anyone since he was a kid. Uh, the Mandalorian replies that he was grateful to the Mandalorians who took him in because his parents were killed and Amara feels sorry for the Mandalorian. Do you know sometimes when you cut and paste, <laughs> the word Mandalorian is said too often. If this was a drinking game, I would have killed 50 people. Oh. More than the coronavirus. Oh. wonder if that's in space. Space coronavirus. I hope so. Along with the space anus. That's where you get it from. Get too close to the space anus. (laughs) My nose is running. Get out. (laughs) Um, I've had a terrible sore throat for a week as well, but uh, sore throat's not part of the symptoms. We're fine. What? (laughs) (laughs) That changes tomorrow, I'm fine. Um, She tells him to let her know if there is anything he needs before leaving. Uh, Dune and the Mandalorian find a set of tracks in the mud outside the village and identify that the raiders have an Imperial AT-ST. Well, yeah, because that's a thing they introduced before the, the fight outside the restaurant, which mm. is he's got, like, weird sort of heat vision thing that you can see footprints. Yeah, sees the tracks. Yeah, that's convenient. I mean, it is. But it is, but they do that a lot in the show. It's like, I mean, here's some whispering birds. Okay, two seconds later. Whoo, whispering birds. We've been birds. talking for 32 minutes. Oh. This show is... 30 minutes long oh, okay. so it's like what the fuck are, are we doing do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. um, I got distracted by the broth and the bones no I know I mean I'm with you I'm, I'm going you know <sighs> a small armoured walker with heavy guns oh well, there was a comma in there and I just mm. finished a sentence you can put it together yourself well yeah. done uh, Dune insists the villagers leave uh, and make their home elsewhere but they refuse and decide to fight <laughs> there's one part during this where he's saying to them look can you need to move or whatever, and I think it's it's possibly um, Stoke that says it, or maybe it's Cabin. I can't remember. It's one of the. I think it's the less famous one. He goes, "We can't leave here. My grandparents seeded these uh, these ponds. Ew, dirty grandparents. Like, oh, they're eating it now. Oh, uh. <laughs> someone is made of. It's made of grandparent jizz. Uh. <laughs> Is that why they turn blue? Uh, You're putting it in your mouth. It's just as blue. Oh, it's just. <laughs> oh. 
So the Mandalorian and Dune show the farmers how to defend themselves and set up traps in the krill ponds for the ATST. The Mandalorian and Dune <clears throat> infiltrate the raiders' camp to provoke them into attacking. The ATST then chases them back to the village, but stops short of the krill ponds. The Klatooine raiders then attack the villagers, while the ATST shoots the village with artillery fire. Dune gets beneath the ATST, shooting into one of the viewports. Yeah, I see him like an obvious target, and that mm. up until that point, they'd not really aimed for that. But yeah, true story. The ATST takes the bait and steps into the pond, sinks, and then falls over. The Mandalorian then throws a thermal detonator into the walker, blowing it up, and the raiders flee back into the forest. With with peace having returned, the child plays happily with other children. Hooray. The Mandalorian tells Dune and Amara that he plans to leave the child there as he feels it would be a better life. However, a Kabaz bounty hunter from the guild takes aim at the child from the trees. Before he can fire, Dune shoots him from behind, because this happens every week on The yes. Mandalorian. It's, it's, well, it's called back really to the first episode, where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to kill the child. Gunshot. Oh, IG-11's just fallen over with a <laughs> hole in his head. Oh, someone else pulled the trigger. Ugh. Uh, the Mandalorian realises the child has to stay under his protection and he bids farewell to Amara and Dune and leaves the village. And that is the end of the episode. And if you wonder why we went over the action so fast, it's because it's action. It's action and it does fly by. Yep. Um, but that was, it, was, it was pretty good though. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. I concur. An 8 out of 10, and according to my notes, a 9.5 for Yoda cuteness. I mm, see, I think it suffered because the kids were sucking the cuteness out of it. No, no, no. It's Yoda cuteness. It's not any other cuteness. It's a 9 for the start. <laughs> a 9 for the bone broth. Okay. And I'm going to get as low as a 6 for the end. Because I think it is just sort of sitting there with its mouth open going, oh, I'm leaving. And there wasn't much, it just sort of, it didn't do much. So 9, 18, 24, divided by 3, that's 8, right? Well, okay, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Wish I'd thought of that. (laughs) But, um, my God, we we went from being in-depth and chatty to actually (laughs) killing an episode in about five minutes. I was like, oh no, what did we do? No, that was, I mean... But it's true. I suppose once the action yeah. starts, it is kind of, yeah. you know how it's going to go. Oh, obviously, when it comes to film recommendations this week, yeah. this is obviously <clears throat> a Seven Samurai slash yeah. Magnificent Seven yeah. slash Three Amigos triple bill. Well, it is Three Amigos. Why didn't they make them all like... <laughs> Dress like make, Mandalorian, make but Mandalorian out of cloth. Mandalorian armour out of krill shells or whatever. <laughs> oh, shiny blue... Armor. We are the oh. three Mandalorians. Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. I never thought of three amigos. Oh. What, uh, I've not watched that in years. Do you think that's aged badly? I don't think I've said it. I can't think of any. Years. I feel like it's a relatively timeless movie. I, how say, it was made. I don't think. It's one of the few sort of movies from that era where I can't think of any jokes from it that wouldn't work now. I feel when I last saw it, it feels a lot older and more timeless than it even yeah. is. Because I believe it's 1986. Yeah. 
and it feels like it's like 1956. So well, the problem with that is that I, the version I saw was off the TV mm-hmm. and they edited it. So when he said, I think it's a male plane, how can you tell? And he went, because of little balls underneath. Mm. But for some reason they changed it to the things because didn't you see the little dinks underneath? That film is a PG. There is nothing to edit out of that. Well, they edited balls to dinks for some reason. Well, you know, the way thing dinks sound like dicks. (laughs) I know. Dinks as well. Multiples. I know. I think it's a male thing. With two cocks. Who knows? But uh, but as I say, I don't think there's any ones you'd look at now and go, hmm. Oh, while I'm thinking, right? I don't know if we've ever brought this up, but. I keep re- every week pretty much I bring up an Akira Kurosawa movie. Yeah. And I could add this just on a quiet week, but I keep forgetting. At some point, we really need to uh, say that you need to watch Hidden Fortress, right? Because Hidden Fortress is the film that George uh, Lucas watched that he based Star Wars on. Right, okay. Which is. Um, an evil samurai kidnaps a princess, puts her in a castle, and she has to be saved by a farm boy. Ooh. I need to see that then. <laughs> I do need to see that. Oh, fact. Yep. Oh. So, yeah. and that's a good end. Yeah. I should have probably mentioned that week one to get you into Star Wars. <sighs> yeah. Well. Is it on streaming? We'll find out. Probably not. No, because I think, I feel like BFI have it for their streaming mm. thing. We'll find out. That's it's definitely on Criterion, but I don't think Criterion UK has a streaming thing because they were uh, owned by Sony. Mm. And Criterion's really complicated, right? Because they go, oh. hey, we love your film. Can we release it on our collection? And in America, that's fine. Yeah. But because of rights... It's really hard to do it anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Sad. <sighs> anyway, next week. Yeah. Mandalorian Chapter 5. Probably should have looked up the title. I'll have a quick look. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't uh, you, I'll stop making noises, you fill. He's filling with noise. It's fine. Um, so next week, Chapter 5, uh, where the Mandalorian does things. Because I can't remember what things he does. Um, the gunslinger. He okay. slings some guns. Okay. Any? Can you give us an idea of that the plot? The Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is in over his head. I do think we'll have fun with this one next time. Oh, yeah. Ming-Na wins. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, Bobby Cannavale's son. Yes, Jake. <laughs> oh, he's a terrible DM- IMDb picture, which just seems to be his chin. Anyway, never mind. Yes, and until then, oh, I don't know how we sign this one off, so, you know. Um, Did we figure that one out and just forget already? Do you know how many episodes of Man uh, of uh, Manimal Minute I edited together? Right. And we're saying at the end, we'll see you in a minute. And then halfway through, we obviously have just forgotten we, we said that. We just hard cut, because this is the way. It's the way. Oh.